Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 27. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. Hey everyone, I am so glad that you're joining me because today I have a very special guest, wife, mother, entrepreneur, and natural wellness advocate, Kristen Bowen. Kristen faced autoimmune issues, failed surgeries, and a health crisis that left her bedridden, depressed, and suffering with daily seizures. That health crash left Kristen looking for out-of-the-box solutions, and through research, she learned that she needed to build a strong foundation if she wanted to regain her health. That foundation included food as medicine and the number one building block for optimal health, magnesium. But not just any magnesium, transdermal magnesium. So Kristen took action, and as her health improved, she began to share what she had learned as well as create natural bath and body products for herself, her family, and friends with skin sensitivities. And that led to the creation of her business, Living the Good Life Naturally, a family-owned company that focuses on natural health solutions, magnesium, clean whole food supplements, and healthy skincare products. Kristen and I had the chance to chat recently when she shared her experience of overcoming her health challenges and how she discovered the importance and the power of magnesium, along with the science behind this essential mineral and its amazing health benefits. It was a thought-provoking, eye-opening conversation for me that I am delighted to be able to share with all of you. So without further ado, here's Kristen Bowen. Welcome, Kristen. How are you today? So good. Thank you for having me on today. I'm excited to talk about some things I'm really passionate about. (laughs) Well, that's so great. So tell us about your background. So basically, I was someone who had struggled with depression and had just had a baby, went in and had a surgery done. And that surgery was the beginning of the end that started a whole new life for me. And it forced me to look at things differently. And it forced me to take more accountability and more responsibility for my health. Wow. How long did you struggle with the issue that you were faced with? Uh, It was three and a half years that I was pretty down and out. I had a bladder surgery that was done after a baby was born. And what happened was they put titanium to hold up that cadaver graft that they put the bladder in. And at the time, the thinking was that titanium was inert and that it didn't cause any issue. But now we know that there's a small percentage of people who have what's called Melissa syndrome. And that is where their body reacts to the titanium. And so when my heart coded on that table, we didn't understand why. And it took three and a half years of my husband just literally carrying me because I got down to 70 pounds. I was on feeding tubes, catheter bags. I I was a mess in a wheelchair, having seizures every day. And it took three and a half years of him carrying me from doctor to doctor to doctor to start putting those pieces back together to get the seizures stopped and to get me functional again. Wow. 
May I ask how old were you when you went through this? Um, yes. So I'm 56 now, and it was 26 years ago. So what made the difference for you? How did you find a resolution to this problem? So first of all, I had an advocate because at that point I could not advocate for myself. I couldn't communicate. I was non-functional. Um, I even needed help like with basic things like bathing myself and using the bathroom. And so my husband became my advocate. But imagine his stress. He ended up having to take a leave of absence for a year from his job to advocate for me because it was a full-time job in of itself. Plus we had young children in our home. So it was literally absolute chaos for my family. And so having an advocate was critical and having someone who was willing to not let no stop them. And he just continually kept asking questions, kept taking me to the next person, the next person. Financially, it almost broke us though. Wow. That process to do that. And that's a middle, you know, middle, income family with good insurance. And we would have lost our home if my parents wouldn't have stepped in and helped us financially. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I can't even imagine what you went through. It was something that I still see the after effects in my family. At the time, I was protected because I was so sick. I didn't realize the chaos that was happening around me. Um, when I started getting better, that was probably for me the hardest part to realize what it had done to my family. And even now, over 20 years later, I still see some things that pop up from that experience. Now, there were a lot of things that my children grew with. So for example, one of my daughters um, went to culinary school and it is such a treat to sit at a table that she has prepared you food. And I asked her one day, I said, you know, where, where did this love of cooking and nurturing people with food come from? And she said, Mom, I had siblings that needed food when you were sick, and I had to figure out how to make it taste good when there was hardly anything in the cupboard. So looking back, all of my children found their greatest gift within the chaos of what happened. Not that I want to live that chaos again, but I find it interesting that um, my oldest son, he's a financial planner and his passion is helping people put their finances in place to reduce stress. And that came from watching his dad hunched over at a table, trying to take care of me, trying to take care of children, and trying to make sure that the bills were still being paid. So my children were able to find those gifts throughout that hard time. I think that's interesting because when you're faced with something that's so life-changing, mm -hmm. it can either be a catalyst for something really amazing to happen, or it could be the complete opposite. But what's interesting is that when it happens to you as a person, it doesn't just happen to you. It happens to everybody around you. It does. And if there are people right now that are listening that are going through their own catastrophe, number one, I ask that you not compare your hard time to my hard time because comparison is the thief of joy and comparing will actually minimize and increase your stress levels. And one of the 
the most important things that I walked away with from that entire experience is that stress that my family was living under was robbing them of that critical nutrient magnesium. Because when your stress goes up, your magnesium goes out. And the patterns that we take to creating health can either help us hold on to that magnesium or help us walk away. And right now, if you're listening and you think, oh, well, my situation isn't that bad, that's increasing stress levels. That's increasing cortisol as you minimize your own experience. And that pushes out that vital nutrient that we need to activate our vitamin D and to keep our body functional. And so even the patterns that we bring to our health can walk us away toward health or walk us toward health. Yeah, that's so true. So how did you discover magnesium? So we were down and out. I was having seizures on a daily basis, numerous times a day. And it was obvious when you saw me how sick I was. And I had um, a neighbor that actually brought some magnesium by. And she said, you know, I can't take magnesium. It really upsets my stomach, but it's so important. And I'm wondering if this would help you. And so I soaked and it did help. Now, it did not fix everything. I'm not claiming that soaking in magnesium took every single thing away, but it made such a tangible difference for me and I wanted more. And as what happened was that company started adding water to their magnesium to up their profit margin. And so as I started using it, I became accustomed to the benefits and then the benefits started to go away. And so that's when my company Living the Good Life Naturally was born because I thought I want to be in charge of that supply chain. I want to be the one that determines the quality of the product that goes out because we were dependent on the benefits. The benefits were incredible for my type 2 diabetic husband that is now non-classified a diabetic because we know how important magnesium is for the pancreas. He's had had some heart issues. Magnesium is critical for heart. My autoimmune magnesium is so important for converting that stored vitamin D to active vitamin D. And so it was at that moment that living the good life naturally was born. Wow, that's incredible. So for people who aren't familiar, because mm -hmm. I think people have probably heard of magnesium, but most yeah. people don't really know what the benefits are. So in your case, you were depleted in very many ways because of what you were going through. What were the benefits that you physically saw from magnesium? So the benefits that I experienced were immediate ability to relax. My shoulders dropped. My calves were so tight my calves relaxed. Everyone experiences it differently. And so my mom, she had had some palpitations. She was experiencing some of those. And that's what she experienced was, oh my goodness, this actually calms my heartbeat down. Um, some people just feel an overall sense of calm. Some people feel a boost of energy. And so everyone experiences it differently depending on what's going on in their body. But the key thing that magnesium is doing that opens the gate to better health 
is activating stored vitamin D to active vitamin D. But that's a process that we don't really feel. We don't feel that happening, but it's the foundation for everything. And that happens more efficiently when we're at cell saturation. And oral synthetic pills cannot get you to cell saturation. And so it's if we want that optimal health that this last two years, I think we have a deeper understanding of how beneficial a strong foundation is, we need to be at cell saturation so magnesium can be activating all of those important processes in our bodies. Okay. Okay. So how would a person know that they might be depleted in magnesium? If their vitamin D is low, that's actually a magnesium deficiency because your body's lost that ability to activate stored into active vitamin D. So that's a sign right there. Uh, hormone imbalance, high blood sugar, high inflammation in the body. If you wake up stiff and sore in the morning to even start your day, that can be a magnesium deficiency. Cramping in your calves, restless leg syndrome, autoimmune issues. And, and again, magnesium doesn't cure or solve everything, but it's the first thing that happened that you are where you're at. And so my philosophy now is let's go back to the beginning and let's put those puzzle pieces back in place and build a strong foundation and then see what symptoms we have left over. Let's give our cells what they need at that cellular level. And magnesium is connected to your ATP energy within the cell. And the stronger we get those cells functional, the more energy we have and the better our body functions. I wish I had known so much about these things before my own personal experience because low levels of vitamin D is actually a precursor to developing breast cancer. And I had no idea back way back then that I even had low vitamin D, but obviously if I had low vitamin D, I probably had very low magnesium too mm -hmm. if you're if because I had nothing to help my body to convert it. And so what I think is really great is that once you become aware of these things, there are proactive things that you can do that make a huge difference. I mean, I remember when I <clears throat> when I was facing that diagnosis and they did finally test my vitamin D levels. It wasn't something I ever knew about or thought I would have to have tested. I mean, my levels were so low, they were like subpar off the chart. No. But had I known, you know? Right. And so now, like you're saying, you know, I try to do what I can to make sure that my body's functioning optimally. So doing simple things every day makes a huge impact over time. Layer by layer. Yeah, definitely. And what I think is interesting, too, is understanding the way that all of these things work synergistically with the body. So that way your body can actually function well and stay well. And even as you said, you know, in the past couple of years with everything going on with the pandemic and people are becoming more and more aware of the importance of actually 
thinking about these things and maybe taking some steps to do things more proactively than they ever have. So having this kind of information is super, super helpful for sure. I love the fact that you said synergistically, because one thing I think that's so easy to buy into because we all have so many plates that we're carrying is understanding how nutrients work together. So for example, oh, my vitamin D is low. Oh, I'll take all of this synthetic vitamin D. So first off, to get low vitamin D, magnesium had to drop. And then we take all of this synthetic vitamin D and it bypasses our body using cholesterol and turning it into vitamin D. And so therefore that synergy that works with cholesterol, vitamin D and magnesium has been broken because we're giving ourselves all this synthetic vitamin D and then we're still low in magnesium. And so our body can't convert the stored to the active. And then we get these high stored levels of vitamin D in our body without activating the vitamin Mm. D in our body. And so understanding the synergy of that basic principle that opens the door to health is foundational. So what would you say to someone who is not knowledgeable in this area and they just don't get outside to get in the sun because Mm -hmm. the sun really is our our best source of vitamin D is to get some sun on our skin minus the sunscreen? If you were a person like that who doesn't get out in the sun or is afraid to go out in the sun for various reasons, and you've been told that supplementation with vitamin D is going to be sufficient, what would you say to them as far as rebalancing that? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that take high levels of supplementation, Mm -hmm. but they don't know that there's all of this overlap that needs to be taken into consideration. So what would you suggest to someone like that? I think if I could get the world, and this is actually my goal, if I, when I get the entire country soaking in magnesium and walking for an hour in the morning, they're getting that morning sunshine so they don't have to be as concerned about rays that are causing issues, but they're still getting the benefits of the sunshine in reducing inflammation. Those two things, they've got the walking happening so the insulin is penetrating the cell better because most of us, we have an issue with insulin getting into the cell and they're getting their magnesium and they're getting some of that early morning sunshine. That is the foundation. And when people, women, I specifically work with women, when women start doing that, everything gets better. Now, Sometimes you might not have an hour, so do it for 20 minutes. And sometimes you have to adjust your schedule a little bit. Adjust it. Take care of yourself. I think sometimes it's so easy to take care of everybody else's needs, take care of everything that needs to happen at work, everything that needs to happen for other people, and we're drowning. And we're not giving ourselves that level of care that we need because right now in 2022, it takes more to be healthy with everything that's happened with the pandemic for the last two years. And you simply have to change the pattern of not taking care of yourself. And if you'll do those things, morning sunshine, walking, soaking in magnesium, it 
always so far in my 20 years of working with thousands of women, it makes a difference. Whether you're dealing with PCOS, whether you're dealing with other autoimmune, no matter what you're dealing with, it will build that foundation stronger and you will experience the benefits of the synergy of those three things that come together. That's really great advice. I think you hit on something too, especially with women, because I find that with the women that I work with, that most of them are just so busy doing everything for everyone else that their health is not even on the back burner. <laughs> it's, it's not even a consideration, you know. Right. And I used to be like that too, where I was just so busy all the time that taking time out for something like self-care seemed kind of frivolous and selfish in a way. But ultimately, if we don't do that, we're not going to be our best selves to serve others, whether it comes from our family members, in our work, or our communities, or anything. Or the worst case, which was like my case, where you know you end up facing some kind of life-changing diagnosis, and then your life changes in an instant when that happens. And by taking a different perspective as far as what self-care really is, that really is pivotal, I think, for every woman out there. It's probably the best thing that you can give your family. It's better than buying them a gift. It's better than anything that you could even do physically for them would be for you to take care of yourself because then they have you. And that's really all they want, you know, when you think about it. And we take care of what we value. And I realize for me personally and many other women, sometimes it's a value issue why they're not taking care of their body. If, you know, I have a, a beautiful purse that was given to me as a gift, it's a coach and it's, it's beautiful and it was a very expensive purse. I value that purse and I take care of it. The leather, I have it in a dust jacket when I take it out versus some of my other purses that get thrown in the back of my car. Our bodies are so incredibly valuable oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. we must match their value with our action to take care of it. Oh, absolutely. Can't be replaced. Yeah. Yeah. It, I've launched all my children successfully. Yay. <laughs> and my biggest regret is that I talked at them about things that they needed to do. And I didn't do those things myself. Mm. And they don't follow what we say. They follow the patterns of what we do. Yeah. And now watching daughters follow the pattern of not taking care of themselves at the level that I want them to. I just realize the pattern that I set was so broken. The most important thing is having a mom that's passionate about her life, that wakes up in the morning excited, that has things that she wants to accomplish, where I just kept trying to take care of them, take care of them, serve them, make it all perfect for them and forgot myself in that process. And I still see patterns from that. And that self-care, not just talking it, but living it, are the patterns that they'll walk in their adult life. And it's such an important switch to take and can feel completely overwhelming. Well, especially if there's young children in the home. And 
the season of taking care of yourself with young children in the home is very different than the season of my self-care now that all my children are out of my home. But you make it match the season that you're in and that self-care needs to happen in every season or we end up with wake-up calls like you and I have both had in our lives. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Those things that we do every day, they see it and it does, it rubs off. I was similar. I didn't exhibit good self-care habits when I was younger, when my son was younger. And after what I've been through and everything that I've changed in order to get to the state that I'm at, he's seen the difference between those two things. And now he's older. And I think it's interesting because he's more open to maybe even exploring some of those things on his own because he Mm -hmm. sees the difference that it's made in my own life. And this is interesting too, even my husband... He was much more of an advocate for better eating Mm -hmm. than I ever was. Before breast cancer, I was not very careful about anything that I ate, and I didn't care about a lot of stuff. And he used to always say to me, you know, you should eat better. And I used to tell him, you know, leave me alone. You're spoiling everything for me. I used to (laughs) tell him, (laughs) you know. And so after everything that I've been through, we've had a little bit of a role reversal because I've become the real major food advocate. But he's okay with that. But this is interesting. I'm 58, and he's going to be 65 this year. And so he just recently went away on a little men's retreat with a couple of friends of his that he's known for many, many years. And so he came back, and they had a wonderful time being together. And he said to me, I can't get over how many health challenges my friends are facing. They're all the same age. But for people who haven't made the effort, to either explore what they can do to improve the way that they feel, the way they treat their bodies, or people who are just raised in homes like I used to have where we didn't care about that. It just was. And then I think sometimes there's an acceptance that happens where people think, well, I'm getting older. This is just part of the deal. It is what it is. Yeah, people think that. And I think that he saw that. He was like, I can't get over it. I mean, I hate that they are in that condition, that they are struggling just to move in some cases, you know, and struggling with all of these health issues. It's like a big marked difference when you look at a person who's really taking care of themselves and ones who think they're taking care of themselves, but maybe aren't. And so The reason why I say that is that it's really never too late because when I went on my whole quest to try to find a a solution to my health issue, I mean, that was six years ago. And I've experienced a drastic change in my health from then till now. And I continue with that because it has become my lifestyle, right? So my husband also continues to stay in really pretty good shape for a guy who's in his 60s, you know? And so the reason why I say that is for people who maybe haven't thought about these things ever, that it's really not too late, that you can make some of those decisions right now. And you can experience some amazing, amazing benefits just by doing that. And interestingly enough, what you were saying about women trying to incorporate self-care in whatever season they're in. I think a lot of times, especially with women, we have this all or nothing mentality. If I can't do absolutely everything perfectly right now, then I may as well just not even try. You You have brought up one of my favorite topics because (laughs) the patterns that we bring to our health and when we bring that all or nothing pattern, we need to recognize it for what it is. All or nothing 
is being fed by perfectionism, Mm. which is being fed by shame. Mm. And if we do not determine and heal the shame portion of that, we're constantly stuck in that all or nothing. And that is not a healthy pattern, that back and forth on the extremes. And so understanding that me coming at it with my all or nothing pattern was connected to the perfectionism, which was deeply rooted in shame over several things for me. And so healing that actually made it easier to heal my body. Mm. Yeah, that's so good. You're right. All the emotional things that we experience have a physical effect on our bodies, definitely. It's interesting perspective. They do. And, you know, as women, you were talking and I realized how universal this is, that there's someone that we love and we want them to eat better, but we're not doing it ourselves. And I did this horrifically with my children. I would make them healthy breakfast. And then I literally had a two liter bottle of Diet Coke that I connected straws so that the straw was really long. I would hide that two liter bottle and I'd just go over and sip from it all day long. Wow. But I kept telling my children, oh yeah, here's your carrots for your snack. Eat that celery. They were not inspired by that. Mm. What has inspired the people around me is when they see me living a big life and feeling good. Yep. That's what inspires them yep. to make change, not the nagging that I did for years and the absolute disingenuous actions that I was taking. I had one of my sons and he's an IT son and sits in front of the computer a lot, loves what he does, is very good at it. And he said, mom, I was with you a couple of weeks ago and your energy is up even more than when I saw you last time. Talk to me. I need more energy. That's when you can step in and really make a difference and an impact. But they're not inspired by someone who's nagging at them and disingenuous. And so if you have someone in your life right now and you think, oh, I want them to eat healthier, be that change. Be that person that eats healthier. Let them see it in your skin. I love it when people come up to me and they'll say, oh, your skin, it's so healthy because that skin is representative of what's going on inside my body. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's all from the inside out. It absolutely is true. And you're right. I mean, people see it and then they... They want that. Who doesn't want to look better? Who doesn't want to feel better? Who doesn't want to have energy without having to drink tons and tons of cups of coffee and sugar and stuff like that? People want that. I think they do. And I think there's a misconception, though, that it's really hard to attain. And I don't think it's that hard. I think it's small steps by being proactive in little ways. And each one builds on the next and builds on the next. And then, like you said, you get this amazing foundation that you can just live there. Well, and I think if we're overwhelmed right now in our lives, and then there's this podcast that you're listening to, and two women are talking about taking more accountability and more responsibility for your health, Mm -hmm. and you're already in a state of overwhelm, that can just add to the overwhelm. And so for those of you that are listening right now that might be experiencing overwhelm, let's dissect overwhelm. Because staying in overwhelm, you leak magnesium through your urine. 
Overwhelm gives you a high magnesium burn rate. And overwhelm is not an emotion. Overwhelm is a direct consequence from not taking action. Hmm. We are now the most knowledgeable sick people who have ever walked the planet. Yeah. I work with clients and I'm like, oh, stand up, finish this class <laughs> because you know this, but they're not putting it into action. Mm-hmm. And so crossing that barrier and going from collecting knowledge and I'll ask women, how, m- how much time have you spent on your health yesterday? And they'll tell me, okay, what are the things? I spent three hours. It was research. That's not getting you healthier. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to make sure that every day we're taking those little teeny actions and taking that knowledge and moving it over into our health. And we do that by taking action. Wow. That's so good. You're so right. I mean, I'm like that too. I'm I'm like a lifelong student. I could just research oh, stuff all day long. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love the process of learning. Mm-hmm. But we have educated sick people. Yeah. And we've got to take that action and put it into place. And face it, I'm a study geek. I love to look at studies and read them for my enjoyment reading. You can find a study that proves or disproves pretty much everything. True. Now, I still enjoy reading those studies and learning from them. We've just got to get some basics in our life. I call it grandma wisdom. Are you sleeping? Are you drinking water? Do you have your magnesium? Did you get out in that beautiful morning sunshine? Are you deeply connected to other people? Are you passionate about something? And sometimes I think it's so easy to chase down all of these symptoms, like maybe a thyroid symptom or a hormone imbalance symptom, when in actuality, we don't have that basic foundation met. Mm -hmm. And you don't build a strong house without a strong foundation. Yeah, that's true. Gosh, that's so insightful. And I wish these were things that I had known years ago. But I'm thankful that we have the opportunity to share it now because so many people need to know about it. They really do. And you're right. If research and knowledge were enough, we'd all be healthy. (laughs) Nobody would have any problems whatsoever. But apparently it's not enough. It's not. And it's so important that we stay current in our health. And so our grandparents didn't need to soak. They were getting magnesium from their food. Our food has less and less magnesium. And so making sure that we're current and getting that foundation filled currently with what's happening. So right now, it is harder to create health. And if your expectations are, I will do this much and put this much in and get this much out, you've now created a gap and you're leaking that precious magnesium that we need to take your stored D to your active D. And so you need to recognize what you're putting in is actually getting you less help. And in being current and understanding what's happening can help you match up your expectations. So in terms of soaking magnesium, why is that better than other supplementation? 
So isolated synthetic nutrition. There have been so many studies, and when you go to the NASA studies, especially on the astronauts, and they gave them the best of isolated synthetic nutrition, and all of them developed health problems after. Isolated synthetic nutrition does not work. If it did, you and I could eat bowls and bowls of cold cereal and get all of our nutrients because it's fortified. Look at the back of that box. It's, It's fortified. We know we can't do that. It's common sense. But then is what we do is we disconnect from our power. We buy into marketing. We go to the health food store. And because we're in the health food store, we buy the same synthetic nutrition and a multivitamin that's maybe marketed to us as a whole food multivitamin. And we expect it to get us healthy. It simply doesn't work. You pay a cost when you break natural law. And so that's where soaking in magnesium doesn't give us the issues that an oral synthetic magnesium does. And we don't get the digestion issues. For example, ascorbic acid. We know that ascorbic acid doesn't hold all the benefits of a whole food vitamin C. It doesn't have the copper that we need to hold our iron, and it actually decreases our ability to hold on to iron. And so for me personally, walking away from that mentality that I can get what I need from isolated nutrition and a magnesium pill is that isolated nutrition and cannot get you to cell saturation. And we have a beautiful test, a red blood cell test that tells us not just what's happening in our blood serum, but what's happening around every cell. Do the cells around your pancreas have enough magnesium? Do the cells around your liver have enough magnesium, your bladder, your gallbladder, all of those important organs. I want that red blood cell test. And you can't take enough synthetic magnesium to get to cell saturation. And so that's where we need to update how we look at magnesium, get current and soak in a sea brine magnesium. We can soak in magnesium that's been manufactured in a lab and it's very inexpensive, but it doesn't move our red blood cell numbers. Hmm. And so soaking in that sea brine magnesium is what helps get us to cell saturation. So how often do you soak in magnesium? That is a question that each person has to determine. So for example, This morning, as I came into my podcasting room, and I've spent thousands of dollars getting the mic set up, the sound, the lights, it didn't work. (laughs) Guess what happened? My stress levels went up a little bit. How each person manages their stress depends on how often they need to soak. So I recommend people doing a 30-day challenge. Let's get your numbers up and and get you a stronger foundation of magnesium. And then after that 30 days test, see where your magnesium's at. If you're at a 6.3 or above, you are at cell saturation. You are not going to have to soak as often. If you're at a five, you're not there yet. And so we know you're needing to soak more often. 
our eating choices, what we drink, how much coffee we drink, how much soda we drink, how much alcohol we drink, if we're smokers, how much sugar we eat. All of those things will play a role in how often we need to soak. And so helping women understand their numbers and match how often they need to soak to that has become my life's passion. Okay. So how does someone get their magnesium levels checked? Oh, there is, it's called walk-in labs and you can order the test online and then you go to your local lab and get your blood drawn and then they will upload it to your portal. Now there's a couple things you need to watch for. Number one, I want to get the most out of my insurance that I can because I don't use a lot of things that my insurance would cover on my health journey. And so a lot of people are like me, like, oh, I'll go to my doctor. He doesn't even have access to that test. Mm -hmm. I have yet in 20 years seen a doctor that has access to a magnesium red blood cell. They'll give you a magnesium serum test. But a magnesium serum test, magnesium is so vital to you being alive that your body will pull from every organ to keep your blood serum at 1% magnesium levels. And so that serum test is one of those all or nothing tests. You're either alive or you're dead on the magnesium serum tests. So that's why we want to get the magnesium red blood cell test. Costs about $47. You can usually find a coupon for it. And then when you get that done, after the 30-day challenge, our goal is to get you to a five. And if you don't get to a five, we know you've got a crack in your system. There's something in your foundation that we need to course correct. And then ultimately, our goal is a 6.3. Okay, that's good information. I have heard that before, and actually my own experience, because previous to my breast cancer diagnosis, I mean, doctors really didn't test for any things like that. None of those types of imbalances were really addressed. So it's good right. to know how you can find out what your numbers are so you can be proactive with it for sure. So how did you start making your own magnesium? I wanted to get the quality magnesium. And so I went to my husband and said, I want to import it. And at that point, he was like, we're still recovering. And I said, please, there's got to be other people out there like me that want a quality product because it makes a difference in their health. And so that's when we started importing magnesium. And currently we get it from the cleanest mine that there is because many of the mines, like for example, Russia or Utah, they have very high heavy metals. Mm -hmm. And I had a whole heavy metal issue that happened with my surgery and I don't want to go there. I don't soak in magnesium to also get a daily dose of toxic heavy metals. Right. And so it's very important to me, the cleanliness, the quality and the dilution of that magnesium. And so we import it and we bottle it and fill it. And sometimes we don't accept what comes because it didn't meet the standard. And so it has to be a minimum of 31% elemental saturation in the magnesium. And we have found thousands of people that have that same passion that want products that make a difference. Oh my gosh, you have such an amazing mission and passion about 
health and wellness and unlocking the keys to that, even through the use of things like your magnesium product. I could just sit in here and talk to you all day. We could geek out together over (laughs) (laughs) over science and nutrition and health and all that kind of good stuff. Well, you know, and isn't it interesting what you and I have been able to learn on that journey? And I never thought that I would say this, but that crash that I had was actually one of the best things that ever happened to me because the things that I've learned have changed my life, my families, and others. Yeah, I hear you. I I feel the same exact way. I mean, God knows nobody wants to hear the words, you have cancer. Oh, I can't imagine what you felt when you heard those. But honestly, it was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I was on a downward trajectory with my health and I didn't even know it. I think that was the biggest thing for me. I was dumbfounded by the fact that it happened because I was always under the impression that I was healthy. I took care of myself. How could this possibly happen? But it forced me to really take a look at what's going on here. Mm. I'm the type of person I wanted to know the root. I wanted to know how did this happen? Because I felt like that would be the most effective way to address the solution was finding the root. And once I did all that research and I'd spent a lot of time in prayer and I really weighed all these options out and I found the solution, having a body that's responsive and an immune system that's strong. And that was the key. Going through that experience was really a wake-up call that just changed my entire life. It changed everything about my life for the better. My goal was to eradicate cancer. And in the process, I was going through menopause. I lost 30 pounds. I got stronger, more fit. I felt better. I looked better than I had even when I was younger. (laughs) I don't believe it's ever too late. I think the minute that you can grab hold of something like that and see the possibilities then the sky's the limit for you. You can apply it to your own life and see amazing things happen. I I really believe that's true. Yeah. Well, this has been amazing. I really appreciate you coming on my show and I appreciate you sharing your experiences and your passion and the importance of magnesium and how to actually utilize it in a way that's going to be the most beneficial for your body. It's really been eye-opening for me personally, so I'm sure it's going to help so many people out there. So how can people get in touch with you, Kristen? They can go to the website, livingthegoodlifenaturally.com, and we have an FAQ page that we're constantly adding to that has lots of questions about magnesium and how to soak and how to do the 30-day challenge. And I'm very active on social media, and so they can find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram also. All right. Well, that's great, and I'm sure people will want to do that. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. Podcasts are so much work, so much work behind the scenes. I don't think listeners realize how much work goes into a podcast for them to listen to. So for those of us who do not podcast, we thank those of you that do so that we can so easily just pop a podcast on and educate ourselves and then take action on something that we learned. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the key. Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you again, Kristen, for coming. Didn't I tell you that my conversation with Kristen was so thought-provoking and really amazing? Not only do we both have a passion for wellness in common, but she taught me so much about magnesium. 
You can learn more about Kristen Bowen, her transdermal magnesium, and her other amazing products by following her on social media. I'll be sure to leave her links for you in the show notes. And of course, by visiting www.livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. And as a special gift from Kristen for all of you listeners out there, you can enjoy 10% off of your purchase by entering the code GOOD10, and that's G-O-O-D-10, at checkout. I'll be sure to leave that code for you in the show notes as well. And if you're new to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast and you'd like to hear my story of overcoming breast cancer naturally without surgery, radiation, or chemo, be sure to check out episode one. And speaking of breast cancer, I have a free resource that I would just love for you to have. It's called Five Things I Wish I Had Known Before Being Diagnosed with Breast Cancer. And speaking from personal experience, these are five things that every woman needs to know. Inside this new guide, you'll learn some eye-opening information about breast cancer and some powerful natural strategies that you can start using right away to seriously lower your risk and look and feel better than ever. Be sure to go to www.goodnaturewellness.com slash five things freebie today to get yours. And I'll leave that link for you in the show notes as well. Many thanks to all of you again for joining me. Until next time, this has been Barbara Walsh, board certified master health coach and host of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. Stay healthy and don't stop believing. Disclaimer, the Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBCHWC Board Certified Master Health Coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness, be responsible for damages in connection with the use of this podcast.